One, two, three. 98, 99, 100. Hey, TJ, what's going on? Well, Wesley, ever since our conversation on being a better husband, I thought I could be a better me if I dropped a few pounds. So I started lifting self-help books. Self-help books? Well, yeah. There's so many of them out there that aren't worth anything other than to be useful for lifting weights. You know, in this case, I actually agree with you. Thanks. Can you pass me that copy of Best Life Now in an Instant? Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And Wesley, today we are going to be talking about sanctification and and in that process of how uh, Christ makes us more like himself. And just to start off, you have developed... uh, this amazing list is really all that I can say about it. It's really, uh, I hate, I don't, I, I don't really like the five steps idea sure. of, you know, how to make yourself better or anything like that. But what you have here are uh, five things for, the, for us to keep in mind as we go on this journey of sanctification. And so we're going to take these one by one. And, uh, and why don't you tell us what, what's the first one you've got? We got to know. Let's let's preference and start by saying that with the millennial audience, you were primarily known. Let's just be honest, myself included, with the idea of being entitled, uh, not very committed, bad work ethic, and in many of these cases, you know, not laying out all the details for every argument. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. That's true in a lot of cases. I know that I uh, have experienced that or seen that or even been in that category before. So. Uh, you know, work ethic and, and being involved is about, you know, having an attitude of gratitude and, and, you know, think about the generations that have gone before us and, you know, look at some of the hardships they faced with the Great Depression. And so we've got to be, have a really good attitude and, and it's about perspective. And so to the first point is I think it's very important as Christians that we ask, but also listen to the Holy Spirit in ways that we can improve and develop our lives. You think about Paul over there. Okay, he was a Hebrew of Hebrews. He was a tribe of Benjamin. He had all the credentials, if you look over there in Philippians. And yet, in Timothy, when he was nearing the end of his life, what was the thing that he asked for for, for, for them to bring him? His books and parchments. Mm-hmm. So even as, as he nears the end of his life and he's about to, as he's about to pass the baton on, he still wants the, his books at his old age to learn from. And so I think being a steward uh, of our life should be an ongoing process. Absolutely. And, and, and the thing that it, it amazes me about the life of Paul is I think if, if we could say that anybody got it, yeah. right, if anybody really understood the gospel, it would be Paul. I mean, the guy was writing scripture. And yet, he, even up until the very end, he says, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want more of Christ. I want more knowledge. But he was also uh, seeking out the Spirit and saying, Spirit, show me uh, where I need to uh, reflect you more, how I can reflect you better, and all of these different things. You know, I used to say in high school that we are kind of like a window. You uh-huh. know, everybody says the eyes are the window to the soul, right? Sure. Well, I wanted to take a spin on that and say that Really, what we are is we're windows to God, right. and people should be able to look through us and see Christ. And I know your favorite verse is John thirteen thirty, right? Yes. So He must become greater; I must become mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. And and that reality it's 330. is three thirty. Three thirty. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, but you know, and the thing is, that needs to be the prayer of our heart, um, especially after salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we talk about, I think, that, and I hear about a lot in churches, that you know, we talk about grace in 
in the time of salvation. And absolutely, that is a miracle of grace. But that grace has to continue. We still live in the need of grace through sanctification. Absolutely. And just to give you a teaser for listening, is that in the second segment, we're going to have a guest, Courtney Sargent in, and he's written a book. And uh, he's prepared and organized a conference. He's going to help give us practical ways of how to live out this uh, life of self-development and such. And, and, one of the, and one of the things he points out early on in his book is that it, how important it is to have Jesus involved in your growth and, mm-hmm. and the sanctification process. And so I just want to invite you right now, uh, if you're listening and you uh, are trying and you, and you know there's areas in which you need to develop, areas in which you need to improve on, and you're without a relationship with Jesus Christ, that is the first step in the process is to recognize your sin and need of Jesus and ask him to forgive you for your sins and ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And it's there as a beginning of what we would say step one. Absolutely. Step two, set personal goals. Uh, TJ, have you done this before? (laughs) (laughs) A few times here and there, yeah. What are some examples? uh, Can you think of an area in your life where you had to set a goal? Oh, absolutely. You know, and it, you know, it, not spiritual, but um, you know, I, I love. I got one that's not spiritual too. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I love reading, right? Yeah, and okay. so, um, I online I follow a guy named Tim Chalice, and he has this uh, this list of of books, and uh, and I mean, it goes into I can't remember how many books he does, but it's like you know, ultimately you can read four books in in a week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. I've got three kids. That's not going to happen with me. But I do want to read sure. a lot that's on his list. And so I have a personal goal this year of of reading two books a month. And I'm behind already. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, but that, that is a personal goal for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, so what's yours? Uh, okay. So I, what I brought in studio today is my show, show and tell. And tell. <laughs> but the thing is we're on radio, so only you can appreciate this. We and my producer Jeremy Wiggins here. I have what White Rock Hunting Club, okay? And so in my hunting club book here, I have detailed descriptions of where I saw deer, at what time I saw deer. And so I'm trying to improve my hunting skills. And you say, well, that's not very spiritual. It's not. But you got to think, though, (laughs) that at one point, at some time, my son is going to be at the age that he wants to go hunting. And I want to be able to provide the best experience for him. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I also have, so I'm wanting to do that for my son. But currently, my father-in-law I'm allowing him to influence me in this area because he's been hunting for years. And any chance I get to go, I like to go with him. And hit my father-in-law's name is Buck. So if anybody knows anything about hunting, it <laughs> ought to be my father-in-law, Buck. Am I right? I mean, nice. Yeah, so that's one area I'm trying to improve on uh, is my in, in the hunting area. And, I, you know, I've gone. People say you've gone above and beyond. And, yes, I have. And it's a hobby of mine, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And there's other areas in my life. But uh, this is just a practical area in which I have, um, I really enjoy. You know, and one thing that, uh, you know, just to, to, I do actually have one thing that is spiritual on this. Um, I want to speak scripture into the life of my wife sure. more, right? So that's been one of the things that, that my wife and I have been talking about. We've actually been reading through scripture together for, um, really for probably the past year, mm-hmm. but we've only gotten up to Job okay. because we read it really slow. We discuss, so we're not on like a, you know, two or three year plan or anything like that. But, uh, you know, just for instance, this morning, uh, I was reading from Job chapter nine 
And in that, it, Job uh, is, is speaking of God, and he says that there is no arbiter between you and me who can put his hand on me and put his hand on you. And yeah. I, you know, so I called my wife because I uh, was running late this morning, and so I was just listening to it, right? Okay. I used the Bible.is app on my phone, and I've been listening to it. And I just called her and said, I have to share this with you. Yeah. And I said, you know, Job was, was crying out for an arbiter between him and God. And we have that. So we have yeah. this way of looking at Christ sure. now. And so it's just this incredible um, experience. But, yeah. you know, in that, even when we set goals, we're not perfect, Wesley. No. We're going to mess our goals up. Yeah. You're not going to keep a perfect record. No. I uh, repent now, but I don't get to sure. read Scripture every day. I, I don't speak Scripture to my wife every right. day. Well, I think it's important that, that we also understand that we're going to have— I've learned this over the years by a guy named Mike Godfrey. He's an athletic coach and— a, and someone who mentors, he started a ministry in which he mentors young men without fathers. And what he taught me was, is that um, we need to limit our, um, our, our mishaps. So we, we're going to make, we're going to make, we're going to make mistakes, but we need to limit a missed opportunities. That's what he called it, missed opportunities. And we can limit missed opportunities by having accountability. I know we're getting close to the music, so let me go ahead and give you the five points and mm-hmm. we can finish up. So it's ask and listen to the Holy Spirit in, in areas in which we need to improve. Set goals, but leave room for God to work. If you set a goal that you know only you can complete, it's not very uh, practical in your sanctification process. So uh, leave room for God. Accountability, which is what we're talking about now. Be patient. Uh, like think about a marathon, you know, you don't run it in two seconds. And then also to trust the Lord with the results. Uh, yep. And you are listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And one of the things we want to do is be a great resource for you. And just to tell you about our resource is Driven by Truth, the conference at Southern Seminaries, where I'm going to be next weekend. Uh, and so really, really excited about it. You can find more information uh, at an article on EngageMagazine.net.